0: Hello, friends. This is Ken, Pastor Ken, and I'm lucky because right now uh, it is five o'clock on Wednesday, and uh, I've been out of the hospital since Saturday, and my eyes been getting better and better. Yesterday, I went to the Hong Kong Eye Hospital in the in the afternoon, and although personally I wasn't feeling very well. I started shivering. That's how cold the Hong Kong Eye Hospital was. And I was shivering and shivering and shivering. Irene made me wear a coat. They wondered if I was a bald woman. No, I'm joking. And uh, then I went and the surgeon said, uh, everything's going on okay, but you're going to have to lay down for 20 days. And we're going to give you... um, Medical leave until at least the end of January and we'll see you in two weeks. So, the real question here that I'm modeling out is how do I live where I've just went through all of these tests and the doctors said that there's nothing wrong with me except my foot, obviously, and uh, my eye. And there's nothing wrong with my eye now because they've just repaired it, okay? So... Um, uh, I don't have any liver problems. I don't have any kidney failure. I don't have any heart problems. Uh, the Lord is showing again to the world that Ken is okay. Ken has lived a life as a missionary and taken great risks to try to help and encourage as many people as he can, because he knows that this world is a world of that from day one when you're born, you're on a time clock and you are limited in your time and from 35 years old i realized i needed to serve the lord with all my heart mind and soul serve and love others because i have a limited time and i need to humble myself and obey other leaders that god puts in my life because jesus touched me and made me whole this song I remember it was the beginning of our ministry life when my mother was healed of cancer and when I was saved as a young nine-year-old boy. So what do I have to do now? Well, right now Irene's laying next to me in the bed, the lights off at five o'clock, and we have a pastor who's getting books. and. Uh, helping to create a new seminary that's going to minister to hundreds and hundreds of people that will minister to thousands and thousands of people. So I'm glad he's here and he's uh, loading up everything. We'll still have still 10,000 books that we want to give and everyone has Bible in it. has were encouragement words for you. So, hey, if you can afford it, if you can afford the time, come and help me pray. And face the Lord as I have to lay prostrate on my bed, maybe as much as up to 15 or 16 hours a day. He touched me, He t- touched me, and oh. The joy that floods my soul Something happened Now I know He touched me and me whole. Thank you, Jesus. So today, it's five o'clock, and instead of worrying about only myself, I've been praying for people. I've been thinking about them. I've been praying and helping to organize ministries here in Hong Kong. Here's my new friend. Hey, Siri. Play. She's going to play. He touched me again. Helping to organize ministries. There's going to be a ministry team of 11 people coming on February 3rd for five days. And they'll stay crowded with us in our apartment or in the... Austin Mission House, Jesus the Gospel Church's Mission House, and uh, most of them are going to be exciting people. It seems like they're from Colombia, the revival in Colombia, the Lord working really hard with them for us here in Hong Kong. So we'll give them tracts and we'll give them books and, and we might even have a few Spanish books for them. And we'll uh, say they want to go out on the streets, so we'll put them on a the street corner. And they can hand out tracts, and they can talk to people, and they can pray for people. We'll put them in the Austin Station Underground to sing. Um, we will encourage them that they can go all over Hong Kong and preach the gospel and share the love of Jesus all over Hong Kong. He touched me. Another one of our friends just got some bad news. She might even... uh, She has... And this morning I was listening to Bill Johnson and he was teaching that the healing was taken out of salvation by theologians. But that really, when you are saved, the righteousness that comes into you also brings the righteous healing and resurrection into your body. So it doesn't mean that you're not saved if you're not healed. What it means is we need to live a healing lifestyle and embrace a healing spirit, a healing that God's going to heal us no matter what we feel, no matter what we go through. God's healing us. He answers our prayers. He's faithful to us. He touches us. So with my eye, today I was able to see out of my eye uh, clearly, out of my left eye clearly, even though it was like I was looking into a black and white movie or very, very dark room. But I could see with a little more days of rest, there's a chance that I will see clearly out of my left eye. But it was broken. For one whole year, all I could see was lights And kind of see the general outlines of people. But I couldn't see and it was dead. The Lord chose to use the surgeons so that I could have compassion on all the people. Do you know at the Hong Kong Eye Hospital, it's frozen in there. It's cold. The last time Irene was in there, she was freezing and shaking. And this time I was freezing and shaking. How many of the older people that are in there, that are your mothers, your grandmothers, your teachers, they're in there alone or maybe with a Filipino or Indonesian maid, and they're just freezing and cold and shaken, and they don't have any love, they don't have any hope. Some of them wait for death because they think death might be better than life because there isn't any hope for life, and there isn't any hope for death. Tomorrow I go to Toon Moon Hospital to get my foot looked at. My foot usually doesn't improve when I'm laying in bed. It usually gets a little worse. So we hope it'll get better. But um, the key is, is that the Lord has allowed me to keep going and keep believing and keep praying and keep hoping when there's no hope. The Lord's allowing me on day one. Saturday to get a message that one of our brothers is going for a ministry trip to the Philippines and to help arrange it and help get it ready. So my eyes fall. It feels like it's falling out of my head, my head. But these guys will bring so many, so many people encouragement and joy in the Lord. And uh, they're men of God. They're so strong in the Lord. I'm like, they're like the witnesses in Revelation. It would be great if we had that kind of courage and that kind of courageousness. He touched me and made me whole. Thank you. So Hey new friend Siri. Hey Siri. Play Before this started happening, when I started hearing the bad news that I had to come get surgery, which was really great news, it was bad because I had to come up with $8,500 and I didn't have it. Still short on life's expenses, but the Lord put it together to help me get this done, get this surgery done. Because he wants me better. He wants me to see and to be a testimony that God's healing power is still for today and God's healing power is for you and me and that we live in the glory and the kingdom of God. We take risks so that many, many people can be lifted up and encouraged. We take risks that overcome trauma. We take risks that overcome drama. We don't have to end up on a program where we're crying about all the bad things we do. We go straight to Jesus. We repent. We ask him forgiveness and to show us how to make things right with people. And then he blesses us a lot more than the TV guy who makes money by exploiting us to the masses. We don't need to be on a TV program being exploited. We go to Jesus. And he counsels us us and guides us and shows us how to live and gives us the opportunity in our mind, in our actions, and with the help of others to change our life for the better, to make it better. The Lord's going to show us more and more every day that he will be our counselor and our guide. The medical miracle of my life has been... That in the Hong Kong medical system, my last test showed that I'm really, really sick. But I now have in the Hong Kong medical system a 4.5 t- on my uh, test for, for blood sugar level for three months. And pre-diabetic is 5.7. I'm 4.5. and <coughs> Two doctors, when they saw the results, they said... Wow, your diet really is working. And the Lord somehow gave me the ability to take this diet and to make my life better. One of my friends from from, uh, Joyful Praise Church, she's been on the diet and she looks great. I don't even recognize her. She looks great and hopefully she feels great too. It's not about vitamin pills, it's not about diet. It's not about the money we have, the money we save. It's not about that we do everything right and everybody else does it wrong. (coughs) It's not about us lifting ourselves up (coughs) (coughs) because we want to show how great we are. It's about being touched by the Lord. And him giving us peace. Making us understand how righteous and clean we are. Forgiving our regrets. Making peace with others whenever we can. I have a friend in America that I've been asking Irene to help write a letter for me saying, I don't know how you got so confused that you thought I was robbing from Filipinos stealing from them that you won't be my friend anymore because there's no evidence of anything like that I never took anything from anybody especially not the Filipinos um, and hopefully we can make peace unfortunately the friend he has some problems he's working through And it's easy for him to jump to the wrong conclusions. He touched me and made me whole. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for making us whole, for lifting us closer to you, for drawing us up, for letting us live lives of the glory of the kingdom and resurrected life. We walk in healing no matter how we feel, but we can be honest and share our feelings and rest when we need to. Help everyone out there to heal, to know the Lord answers their prayers, that they are worthy, and that God always comes to them in their weakness and strength, in their sin, in their uh, forgiveness, because they are righteous and because Jesus loves them and wants them to have the greatest life possible. Help them to receive the healing, rest and love that they need. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey Siri! Play. I'll tell you one last thing. Um, This is about trauma. Several years ago, a man came up uh, to pray for people that had been hit by trauma. Uh, We don't really study psychological conditions very much in our churches some churches do some churches don't Um, my experience is today I was listening to Bill Johnson and he prophesied two things in the sermon I listened to he prophesied healing from dyslexia and any kind of condition learning disability that clouded the brain I teach over 11, 12 students that have uh, dyslexia and special needs. And they're really nice kids. I love them. They're great. And I m- will miss them while I'm away. I'm trying to make them good lessons while I'm away so that they don't get caught just because I'm sick and, and not being happy with the substitute teacher. And um, anyway, Bill Johnson said... The Lord's bringing healing for you. And then he talked about a pastor who was a pastor, but he only could read audiobooks because his dyslexia was so bad he couldn't read. And then how the Lord touched him and he prayed, Oh God, my hardness of heart that I don't believe that you would heal me. Don't let it get in the way of healing me. And all of a sudden he can read now five to six hours every day his dyslexia is gone the Lord said to me Ken you need to be praying for your kids that they get healed that their brain conditions improve that their special needs become less and less that they get healed you need to pray for them the other thing that was announced in Bill Johnson's sermon from the 14th so I guess that was uh Sunday at Reading Church in California, U.S., was that somebody had a retina problem was seeing clouds and that God wanted to heal him. And I was like, wow, thank you, Lord. I accept the healing for my retina. And after we prayed, Bill Johnson asked us to test to see if we could see better, and I could see... Without with clo- completely closing my right eye, I could see light and I could see focused shadows, where it wasn't like before where I everything was like a cloud. Um, it was like looking into a dark room, but I could see Irene, I could see the white wall, I could see focused light. Uh, they t- say that maybe four to six months, maybe even sooner, I could get some normal vision back. But the key is, is that's a pretty good start. The doctors, all they could say is maybe it'd be the same. And the same of what, why have the surgery because my eye was not working right. But I have the surgery, my eye is working right now. I just gotta let it heal. So the Lord has me going through uh, many hours on the day. Uh, kind of laying prostrate kind of like before the Lord so I invited some people to come and to pray with me as we're prostrating before the Lord and uh, that would help me because uh, right now it's really really hard for me to stay in that position both physically and concentration wise because as I feel better it's hard for me to 24 hours a day be laying on the bed in a prostrate thing okay so let me tell you one more thing about trauma we have trauma and the church leaders sometimes we're not very uh, patient with people who have trauma but traumas can happen like getting hit by a car uh, or uh, something that happens when a relative or somebody does something bad to you uh, lock you in a in a in a I don't know a school locker or something like that. Trauma can happen. So trauma happened to me when I went on the operating table and they started very quickly covering my whole body with things, and then they covered a mask, but didn't tell me okay, just breathe into this. They're like shouting at me breathe 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 you know and i'm feeling heavy heavy hands on the mask going down and i'm like oh my gosh i guess this is when i'm supposed to breathe and go to sleep and i did but for that little split second second moment it traumatized me because it felt like i was being choked you know and i had no freedom they totally had my body under control. And um, the trauma maybe is that we get worried about death or whatever. Hey Siri. He play. So anyway, I found that when I got out of the surgery I didn't want anything in the bed covering my my legs or my feet. I would get the covers on, but if Irene would get too close, I'd be like, Oh, and or she'd touch me first few nights, I'd be like, Oh oh, oh. and I, I told Irene, I think I'm having a trauma from the uh general anesthesia because I'm very jumpy when there's too many things on the bed, even pillows. And I can't, like, I can't get away. So this morning, we also prayed during Bill Johnson's sermon to break the trauma, the spirit of trauma that was trying to take me and bring fear into me. Bill Johnson said a very key thing, that when you pray and things all start happening, like you get pain and you get fear that comes upon you, the enemy is just trying to help take away what God has given you that's already yours. Today, I stopped taking pain medication because the pain medication makes my foot bleed. So that's a smart thing to do. And all of a sudden, my left eye is hurting. That had the surgery. Well, I've only had—it's only been five days since I've had the surgery. My left eye will hurt for another month, according to uh, what the doctors say and what I've read in uh, medical literature that I've read online. So I don't need to worry about it I didn't do wrong I didn't move around too much I'm just bathing and basking in the glory of the Lord how about you so let me sing let's worship as we end happen now I know he touched me Jesus loves you so much. Receive the healing in your life. Receive salvation. Receive the knowledge that you are saved through Jesus Christ and totally righteous. You don't have to go through any man. You go directly through Jesus. And he lets you to become a friend and a family member with the Father, with the Holy Spirit. And all the angels of glory are around touching your life and giving you the greatest life you could ever imagine. In Jesus' name, amen.